Hello and welcome back to another episode of It's, it's Risky, Risky Business. Business. I'm your host, Sten Garcia. And I'm his trusted co-host, Amanda Hulka. Indeed, indeed she is. And we're here with Kendrick Vasquez. How you doing, sir? Thank you so much for having me, guys. I'm doing really great. Welcome to the show. So, as you know, we are a podcast about taking risks, pursuing passions, making your side hustle, your main hustle, anything and everything it takes to pursue what makes you happy as a human being on this gorgeous little blue dot that we live on. And we're really excited to have Kendrick on here because he he encompasses him and his partners in business encompass that very model, which is just going after what you want to do in life and taking risks, going through the obstacles and the journey involved in doing what you want to do in this life. So Kendrick is a self-trained photo and video creative entrepreneur who started his first business at the age of seven selling golf balls. After high school, he toured the country with his band, which ultimately led to the creation of HGAB Studios, which is where we are now. And it's a fantastic facility for creatives to come together and just get the juices flowing and make some things happen in their creative career. Kendrick, welcome. And we want to hear. We want to hear the journey. We want to hear how the how the path has swerved and you turned into HGAB Studios, which is where we are now. Cool. Thank you so much for the fantastic intro. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we consider ourselves to be a creative studio. Um, in that sense, we host co-working spaces for any creative or entrepreneur. We have photo studios. We have video studios. We have podcast studios. And then we uh, use our facilities for events, both for HGAB and then for any other outside entity that wants to use our facilities to grow as well. Mm-hmm. And how did you get into the space to begin with? How did you form this studio? So our project actually started before we even moved into this space. We, I was living with Biscayne, my, one of my partners, and Chris, another one of my partners, in a home in Doral. And everything just kind of started from there when we purchased our first uh, media equipment, which was a camera, Mm -hmm. um, which did both photography and video. Mm -hmm. With that, we started to get really good with that piece of equipment and started to actually acquire clients that needed our services for content purposes. Mm -hmm. Right. In that home, we also opened up our first uh, little studio. We just had like a white backdrop. We had lighting. We had all that good stuff. And that was just for the purpose of creating that content for these companies and for ourselves because we just are creatives on our own. Mm-hmm. And we started noticing, hey, this place and, and this business is actually picking up, which is very cool. But the place isn't ideal to bring in uh, clients. Right. You know, I would send people the Google Maps and then they would be like, is this a house? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, our whole model and a lot of people's models have been fake it till you make it. Yeah. Right. In which, you know, our websites, everything looked legit. And then when it came time to bring clients to our workspace, it was a home and that kind of didn't fit right with us. Mm-hmm. So we decided to start looking for a place to actually have an office in and have a studio in. And naturally, you know, Winwood w- was blowing up at the at the time. And so this is 2016, 17? This was five years ago. Oh, so 2015. Yeah. 
This is yeah. about 2015. And um, naturally, we were just like, we need to find an office in Wynwood. We wow. just need right. to find a place. With that being said, we, you know, we're working our nine to fives to pay rent, basically. And then doing the side hustle on the, uh, uh, that was growing. And we didn't really have the funds to be able to rent a home for mm. ourselves and also at the same time rent a, an office or a studio. So we made the biggest decision that we've ever made and decided to fuse both those things into one. Wow. In which we were on the hunt to find a commercial space that actually allowed us to live inside. Yes. Yeah. And before we get further, I want to backtrack a little bit. What were the nine to fives? What were you doing before you got into this? So I've always been an entrepreneur mm -hmm. um, and my parents have always been an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurs. So myself, I have, um, I still currently have a um, transport business in which we transport medical equipment wow. uh, to and from uh, different hospitals. Oh. So I've always worked on my own in that sense. Uh, Chris was working at a um, place where they would import and export goods in Doral. Mm -hmm. um, it was a small company. He was one of two employees there, but he was doing really well. And, and until I did, told him to quit. <laughs> <laughs> and Biscayne, uh, she was actually working at a gun range. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's called Lock and Load. It's right here. Oh yeah, in sure. oh, yeah, yeah. And of course going to school because she's a filmmaker. Okay. Yeah. Mariana, on the other hand, which is our other partner, she has oh, had uh, some medical issues. Okay. Mari, believe it or not, she's actually my biggest inspiration in life. Mm. And she, until recently, which we're super happy about, she was actually functioning with no kidneys. Wow. So because of her disability, she really couldn't work. She couldn't have a normal working schedule. She unfortunately had to go to dialysis three times a week. Oh my goodness. For most of the day, basically. So she couldn't really have a normal schedule. So she came in and, and she was just like operating here with us and then doing mm. her, her, her health things. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Then when we finally moved in, so funny enough, we were looking for a space yeah. um, to be able to do that. We knew Wynwood could allow us to work and live in the, in the same space. That's actually very common here in Wynwood. Right. And um, we were like, where can we find a space that will accommodate that? Yeah. So we looked on Craigslist really quick, Craig, Craigslist search. And this was the first place that we saw on Craigslist. Oh my gosh, I love that. And literally, as soon as I stepped into the parking lot, I already knew that oh this was going to be our place. Oh, I love wow. that. It was just Meant like, it, it was like a click. Wow, It, it was wonderful. crazy. So to our listeners that live outside of the city of Miami, Wynwood is the hotbed for art, design, Anything creative, Wynwood is that neighborhood. And really around, what, 10 years ago, it started kind of popping up and growing and developing. So you guys really came in right at 2015. This is like the precipice of, of Wynwood growing. So that I can only imagine the excitement you felt when you, first of all, you took the leap thinking this is the next step for us, for our business and for our, for our lives. And you step on this property and it just was like that that touching moment it, it was instantaneous it, it was just like everything was lining up exactly how we wanted it to um we were scared i don't know if i can curse here but we were scared shitless <laughs> and um because you're talking about a group of of kids really whose parents don't really have a background of of having a lot of funds mm -hmm. um 
and we didn't we had all the uncertainties in the world but yeah. we had a dream which is the most important thing that you can ever have because that will propel you 10 times more than money or anything else can so i love that we just took the risk and and here we are pressure makes diamonds as they say absolutely yeah. absolutely wow it's incredible so and right off the bat did you guys already have a marketing plan in place did you already have a vision for what each gap was going to be did you have a five-year plan talk to us a little bit about once you kind of got your feet planted here what was the next step so naturally my parents are entrepreneurs but um the other uh parents of my other partners aren't really entrepreneurs so to be honest with you we had no idea what the hell we were getting into we knew that we already had some small clients that we were servicing and we knew that we can go ahead and continue to grow that. But once we stepped into this place, everything else just kind of opened up for us. And yeah. it, it was very much a natural progression of, of things. So the reason why we had the studio was because we were servicing our clients. Mm -hmm. And then we decided to actually open it up to the public because we were actually noticing that, hey, we have the studios, but they're not being utilized 24 seven. Right. Yes. So why not try to figure out a way to generate some income with the studio just sitting there mm -hmm. in which we were like, hey, let's let's just go ahead and open the doors and let, you know, our friends start coming into the space and mm -hmm. start shooting into, into the space and all that good stuff. And with that one studio, uh, I, it was, I mean, the space was about a thousand square feet with both our office and the studio. Uh -huh. With that one studio, we had a really awesome, let's say, soft launch of owning a production facility mm -hmm. in which we kind of got to see, hey, people really need spaces yes. like this. Yeah. You know, this is actually really important. And and it's funny because we needed the space. That's mm -hmm. why we created it. So why not open it up for others to be able to do the same thing that actually need the space and are, are operating from their homes, from other studios? Once we came in, I want to say a year after we moved in here, mm -hmm. our neighbor was moving out. And our neighbor at the time used to operate a hair salon in, inside that space. So I was a little fearful because of the dynamic of the building. Mm -hmm. Everybody here is so nice and beautiful. And I was just a little afraid of what was going to come mm. and, and establish themselves right next to us in which i was like no we we can't we can't disrupt this dynamic we can't disrupt the way the building operates and how everybody loves them, each other here in this building mm -hmm. so we decided to take over the space without knowing what we were going to do with gosh, it gosh i love that so much you had such passion for the territory that you had to claim it right that's beautiful right and it, and it's not a, for any selfish reasons it it, it, it was just to continue the synergy that we yes. had here and the great energies honestly on a day-to-day -day basis i get people tell me every every single day of how awesome the energy feels mm -hmm. inside this place so i just wanted to continue that yes. with taking over the location next to us like i said we didn't have a clue as to what we wanted to do with it um and it didn't really serve a good purpose to for studio purposes mm -hmm. so that's when we decided to open the co-working space and that space has actually led uh, to led to our growth because of the beautiful community that has been coming in yeah. and basically building themselves and their crafts here inside of our space. Amazing. So that has basically 
helped us explore it a little bit. Well, our and our listeners here on the podcast and, and also our audience with the organization that we run called Creatives for Connection, they know that Sten and I are diehard co-work fans. We met in a co-work mm-hmm. seven years ago. So many of my clients, those relationships were, were grown and fostered in, in co-work spaces. So totally with you. Very it's important. An, and And just piggybacking off of that and something that you said as well, any one going into business for themselves, any entrepreneur, anybody entertaining the idea of opening a small business, you have to understand and take a look at the different neighborhoods, the geography of your city, and know where to plant your foot. Mm -hmm. Because when I started my business, I lived in West Kendall. My business was primarily video and in the creative arts, essentially. But a lot of the work that I was getting was out here in downtown, Wynwood, just north of West Kendall. So when I was over here, I saw the shared co-work space mm-hmm. bureau, which is in Midtown. And I was like, this is where I want to be. And it was a 45 minute drive for me. And it was not convenient at all. But I knew that that's where I needed to be. And that one decision led to number one, meeting Amanda mm-hmm. and getting so much business because you put yourself in an area that your business can flourish better. And it's exactly what you did, understanding that you wanted to get into Wynwood. You and your partners wanted to get into Wynwood. And also the fact that it's an area where you can live and work. So that's phenomenal. And for me, I made the move first. I knew that I wanted to live in this area first, Mm -hmm. but I got an office first and it took me like, two and a half years until I was able to afford uh, the rent over here, but it was, it was worth it. It, It's just a no brainer. If you're running a a, a business out of a, a, just like a, an area that is just flourishing with business. So uh, another thing that I I do want to point out that I love is, is just having this, this entrepreneur mindset, which is opening up a space for yourself because you needed it for, the purposes of a studio and for your clients producing content. But then you realize that some days this space isn't getting used. So why not just open it up to other creatives, other companies that are producing content as well. And what I think is important to point out is that there's sometimes there's this concept of you, you want to hide from competition or, or you, you want to protect, protect your brand, your secrets, I guess, from other companies. And here you are opening up your doors potentially to other companies who are producing the same kind of content that you are correct, and could be in competition with you. Correct. But yet you open the doors. And this is, I think, very, very important because creatives were so, it's so personal what mm-hmm. we do. And we're so involved with our our product or service that we're very protective of it and sometimes it's difficult for creatives to share ideas and to exchange their creative concepts with another creative that's doing the same kind of work and i think that that's just going to diminish your own personal growth and the growth of the network of the community of creatives in in your area so i love that and then of course once you got into the space, you realized that there was additional space opening up. Then you went into opening a co-work space. This is, I love this because this is exactly the entrepreneur mindset. Yes. You, there's always a use for something and you can always expand on an idea. Yeah. Not have this 
mindset where it's like we're only content producers that's all we're gonna do right no so it's it's great that you actually said that because i never see other companies as competition i feel like there's so much work to be done out here that it's kind of dumb to see it that way and it's hindering because we've actually helped so many other companies and so many other companies have helped us mm -hmm. that that's how we've been able to grow so much i always thought to myself how can I be a part of everyone's productions? Mm. And when the idea of the co-working space happened and the idea of opening up the studios for other people's uh, productions to happen, I was like, that's the way to do it. You know, I, I, I can't control the market in, in, in as far as like creating content for everyone here in South Florida, but I can open up a space where I can help other companies that are doing that. And in turn, I'm a part of their productions as well. Wow. So that's kind of my mentality with things. Yep. I've always told people and even other marketing companies and even other co-working spaces and, and uh, studios, I was like, ask me anything mm -hmm. and you will know the answer yeah. to, to, the, to what I know. I don't mind giving away our secrets. I don't mind telling people what they should and shouldn't be doing, you know, because if anything, that has actually helped me grow mm. and our company grow. And in turn, we get people um, counting on us for things, yeah. which is really, really awesome. That's awesome. That's that's like um, a few elements of like paying it forward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's where kind of our mission has gone now. Mm -hmm. You know, now we're not so adamant about, how much we're going to be generating in the studios and how much we're generating in the co-working spaces and all that stuff. Now it actually has turned more into how can we help wow. create the creative community in South Florida? Wow. Amazing. Everything else will come, you know? Wow. And I can, if I can grow off of that a little bit, um, for however long this podcast will be listened to, we are in the middle of a pandemic um, hopefully on the tail end of it. I don't know. I'm no, optimistic, but you guys, and I can speak from a very personal place. We got our membership with H gap studios, I think at the beginning of the pandemic or just before it hit. And this place has become such a place of, um, tapping back into like what makes us who we are slowing down from the hustle and bustle of being entrepreneurs and tapping back into creativity, right. just such wonderful human elements have popped out of times being here the podcast has come out of this yeah um, and even uh, a member meetup photo shoot session headshot session and a member meetup for our own for our organization and that was fantastic it was fantastic and it was so crucial in that moment because people were so hungry for connection human mm -hmm, connection yes. and the opportunity to talk about where we were in life so again whether this podcast is li listened to, you know, many, many years down the road, what has come out of this time, though a pandemic is temporary, the lessons that are learned in, in having connection, having community and building off of just wonderful human behavior. That's something that that's timeless. That's going to be here forever. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just something to build on as a as a creative and both as an entrepreneur as well. Yeah, it's a great part about cultivating a space for people to gather and share ideas and connect and be creative, really, to give us all an outlet to do so. Mm -hmm. And this is why I encourage anyone listening, get yourself involved. Look at what's available out there, even just coming into a studio just to check it out. Mm -hmm. Puts you in the space to just get the creative juices flowing. Yes. Right. Right. So you said that you live here. You guys live here on 
in yeah. the in the space. That has actually been one of the coolest journeys uh, for us living and working here in our space. Because funny enough, when we did move in, this was just a giant shell. There wasn't any rooms built. There wasn't oh. anything built. And luckily for us, I'm very handy. Mm -hmm. And so is Chris. So we've actually built our own rooms awesome. that we live in. And it's basically in the back of, of, of the first studio that we came into. Uh -huh. No one knows that it's back there. <laughs> um, they do now. They do now, yeah. <laughs> we, we disguised it in such a way where you know, nobody had any idea that we were living back there. Wow. And, and not that we couldn't live here because this building is actually zoned to live and work. Mm -hmm. right. it's great. Um, but we just didn't want uh, our clients to start asking questions sure. and things like that. In which now I'm, I just want to tell the world mm -hmm. because that has been our, our biggest sacrifice that mm -hmm. we've right. made in, in living and working here, but it has been our biggest uh, form of growth wow. because of all the money that we saved and the co like we're committed. If, yeah. If there's anyone that has been committed to our project, it's been us because we live, eat, breathe age gap. Wow. You know, so that has actually been the actual f fuel to the fire, wow. I guess. And it's living and working together and there's no, travel time right <laughs> no, right it's like you're in you wake up you walk to work and it's in the same space and then you go back right. home and it's in it's all in the same space which uh, it's that's such a testament to just being around people that you are aligned with that's it honestly you can't do it all on your own mm -hmm. so the best advice that i can give someone is one first have a dream and two, find people that can share that dream with you and mm -hmm. that share that dream and, and you guys can build off off each other. So pro tip, pro tip that's a day. pro tip right there. <laughs> find some people that share a similar dream and you guys can build. I think that's what you and I did. Yeah, because uh, Amanda and I have this deep love for other people's stories mm -hmm. and seeing them excel and be better. And we've channeled that energy into the creative community yeah. through Creatives for Connection. And it's why we're here right now having this discussion, essentially, mm -hmm. right. which is how we were able to draw in people that are aligned with, with what we love and, and what's special about our creative endeavors. Yes. Yeah, truly. That's incredible. It's important. It's important, you guys, especially when there's no funding, yeah. especially when there's um, limited resources. Yeah. That's the way to do it. You know, with us, we had a zero budget when, mm -hmm. it, when coming into this project. We were working our nine to fives and that's how we were funding everything. Mm -hmm. And then our resources were limited because we didn't have money to buy all this equipment and all this stuff. Right. And then just building off of that. Wow. And and not just the four founders, because I also have to give a lot of credit to all the other outside people that have helped us mm. along the way. One of those people being our CFO, which is Andres mm -hmm. uh, Polania. He has helped us in so many ways because growing up in a family that didn't have a lot of finances, you don't really know what it takes to run a business like yes. this. Mm -hmm. And you need funding. Mm -hmm. You need yeah. funding 110%. So this person has helped us navigate the that that capital issue. And I want to say without him as well, we wouldn't be half of what we are today. That's wonderful to hear. That's something that we talk a lot about too, is just 
bringing people in that that are in a lane that they own their lane his lane is finance and mm-hmm. you guys had the foresight to know to bring him in and he has allowed you to survive and that's something again that i think creatives really tend to have a hiccup with because just adding people to your team and then you think about sharing sharing resources with them but ultimately if they're your your safety net and your survival you need them on your team yeah you, yeah. you need people who are smarter than you yes. at, at other things Truly. you know you can't do it all on your own and yeah. even surviving this pandemic and our closure uh, i mean we were closed for 3 months mm. you know navigating this whole thing um because of him we've been able to stay alive wow yeah yeah That's awesome it's really important. And I think that reminds me of a meme that I think I saw of, of Elon Musk. And he's like, I didn't graduate from Harvard, but the people I hired did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? It's like, get some get some smart people around you that, that can handle some things that you're not good at, which is an, an important part of being an entrepreneur and going out on your own. And real quick, going back to what you said about finding some people that share your passion. For anyone that's listening... I, I know it must be difficult to get excited about some ideas that you have, but then you're surrounded by parents that are going to shut you down by friends Mm -hmm. that are living a nine to five partying on the weekend and they have no hopes, no dreams, no ambitions for anything else. They're going to shut it down. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate. It doesn't mean that you have to like lose all your friends, but maybe start going up, going out to meetups, Mm -hmm. maybe start meeting other people that, align with some of the ideas that you have and then that will put you in a space that will allow you to flourish yes in the direction of of some new endeavors and some new things that you want to put together Mm -hmm. for yourself one thing that i want to point out is there are going to be people who are going to come in and they're not going to cut it yeah okay and it's very important for you to realize who is hindering you from your goals and your dreams and like you said not tell them to go fuck off but you know put them where where they need to be you know and especially if that means outside of your organization yes you know still remaining as friends but not really building this thing with you Mm -hmm. and um we've had our fair share of people come in that we think are going to do really great here with us and unfortunately they don't yeah and we always cut our ties um in in the most in the best ways possible because we never want to burn any bridges sure you never know how and when you might need the help of that person again Mm -hmm. which there's been plenty of times that i've been like oh this person isn't cutting it here and i don't think i'm ever going to do anything with this person again and a couple months come in and boom sure enough you know this yeah. person pops into mind it's like this is a perfect person for yep. this so it's very important to keep a good relationship with everyone that you work with mm-hmm. and but also know that not everyone's going to cut it and not everybody has what it takes to put the time the effort the sacrifice like you will yeah you know so it's important yeah it's important to protect that great point another pro tip another pro that tip another good pro tip <laughs> sneaking another one in there <laughs> So it's photo and video, it's podcasting, the the co-work spaces. Tell us more about the business and some of the components. We are very smart when it comes to layering our business. You know, you want to grow up, not, you know, to the sides where you become too big and, and like there's too many things to handle and, and then everything just kind of comes crumbling down. Um, so with our business, we, we want to integrate things that trickle from the top down. So... After we moved into the co-working space and we had the co-working space, the studios were kicking butt. 
right? But we mm-hmm. only had one studio. Mm-hmm. And we also knew that we wanted to bring more to our to our members. And we knew that podcast was blowing up and, and has been blowing up for the past 10, 15 years because Joe Rogan's had his podcast for so many years. And I remember my friends 10 years ago of being like, dude, check out this medium. It's going to be big and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, that's radio. Yeah. You know, but it's not. Yeah. You know, it's not radio. So one, we needed to find another studio we needed to open another physical studio and we wanted to open a podcast Mm -hmm. uh, studio as well and when our other neighbor was moving out which they used to operate a gallery Mm -hmm. um, we're moving out i my mind again was like hey guys um these people are moving out this space is way bigger than both the co-working space and the our first studio combined wow um we don't have any funding to even get this place but i already told the landlord that we're 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 taking it (laughs) and their faces were like we're gonna (laughs) kill you because we had already gone through the trials and tribulations of owning one space then owning the second space for the co-working space Mm -hmm. which that was its ups and downs Mm -hmm. and now i've i've gone ahead and i've you know after we've stabilized and we're doing great I then threw another <laughs> wrench. Yeah, I think yeah. that's how they right. say it. Um, into the mix, and they're like Kendrick. You know, you've never done us wrong. Um, everything that you've always kind of um, thrown in our path has has hindered us at the beginning, <laughs> and then helped us in the long run. Mm. Um, so let's go, buddy. Wow. Like, let's let's take this on, and we did. Uh, I want to say like two weeks after the our neighbors left, we took over the lease wow. and we expanded our space, which allowed us to get a really awesome parking lot mm. that we didn't even know at the time. But now we generate a lot of funds from the parking lot because of events and things like that. Oh. Wow. Um, and then we got to open another studio or bigger studio mm-hmm. in which that helps us generate a lot of funds as well. And then now this co- this uh, podcast studio. So it it hindered us again. But now in the long run, it's helped us out. So we've wow. been expanding throughout the five years yeah. uh, in this space. So how long have you had this full facility? So we've had this full facility for about two years now. Okay. So wow. we started at the far end of the building five yeah. years ago. Then we've been expanding little by little. I love that. Amazing. And then we're just thinking about new ways to generate funds always mm-hmm. in which we, after acquiring this space, we were like, hey, we need to secure funds monthly on a mm-hmm. monthly basis. Mm-hmm. And that's when the idea of our membership came yeah. in. And that has actually helped us out a ton because we kind of looked at the business models that Sam's Club and like Costco and like the gyms yeah. do. In which, you know, if you have a Sam's Club membership, why would you shop at Costco? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of our mentality with HGAP Studios. If you have an HGAP Studios membership, why would you go anywhere else? Yeah. Especially if the facility is clean, is is a modern space, and is welcoming. Yeah. You know, because that's what I always tell our our employees and and our members. We're anybody can have a co-working space, mm-hmm. anybody can have a studio, yeah. anybody can have all these fancy pieces of equipment. But what we really sell in here is that inclusion mm-hmm. um, to everyone and the, just the way you get treated here is is the most important thing to me. Wow. Um even if we don't make a dollar that day, but everybody walks out of this space super happy. Mm then we've won. Wow. 110% we've won. So. Yeah. It's amazing. And that's part of the culture. That's mm-hmm. the culture aspect of whatever your brand or your business is. Develop that because 
like Kendrick said, there's a ton of co-working space. There's yeah. other studios, but it's the culture that you're creating within your space and with your brand that matters the most and that people will identify with and take home with them. Yeah. Truly. Right. And then with that, we were broke again. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. So, <laughs> after, you know, saving, saving up what we could. And then I'm like, hey, guys, we're going to get a way bigger space than we ever thought. Yeah. Um, funds were just not there. Sure. And that's now when I think it's very important to tell the listeners about the importance of having good credit. Mm. And, um, and, and I didn't have that. You know, in which, again, it's really important that you align yourselves with people who understand you. And that's why, again, I have to bring my buddy Andres into the mix of things, because from day one, when he came into our organization, he basically looked at our personal finances and started helping us with that before he even started helping us with the business finances. Oh, that's huge. So we had all this space and we had all this stuff, but we didn't really have the adequate equipment Mm -hmm. that we needed to make this, um, I want to say, a professional studio. Mm -hmm. So from day one, he started helping us with our credit, starting help uh, building our credit. Um, Funny enough, I actually didn't have any credit at all because Mm. I never really took out a credit card when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Um, That was actually one of my biggest fears. And I've always worked and paid off things in cash. You know, I don't know why I I never even took out a credit card. A lot of people think that way. They're like, oh, I don't want to get into any debt. But if you think about your future, if you're ever going to buy anything like a house, unless you all of a sudden have six hundred thousand dollars, you need some credit. One hundred percent. And honestly, I wish that was one of the little things that I wish I would have done earlier in mm-hmm. my life. But again, it's all about education. Right. Yeah. right. So I wasn't well educated enough on the subject matter to to let me start there. But it doesn't matter because every single day is a new day and, and whatever you want to do, just start it then. Start it and, and educate it. yourself and, yeah. and build it then. So um, luckily enough, we had already been working on my credit for about a year after mm-hmm. we decided to take on this this um, big project in which he, he gave me forecasts. He mm-hmm. was like, hey, listen, we're going to start with this. You're going to have a secured credit line. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And by the time we moved in here, we were broke again. And that's when we turned to him and we're like, all right, how are we going to do this? And he's like, well, you know that thing that we've been helping you build for this past year? We're going to now use it. Oh, wow. So we went to a bank in which we got a secured credit line of $30,000 to be able to buy all of the equipment that we are using and utilizing today. Wow. And I remember when I stepped into the bank to sign that paperwork and I went back into the car, I just started bawling because I was like this. I can't believe this is happening. You know, like all this stuff that we've been working so hard towards now is coming true, you know, and and it's been because of all the help that we've been getting. And I, I already knew that with that loan we were going to be able to grow so fast and and it was just to buy equipment it wasn't Mm. even to do anything else because everything else was just being taken care of by the company and like by us busting our ass every day um in which we still do and and don't get me wrong and i'm sure everybody here in this table will know that just because you're the owner of something doesn't mean you're going to ever stop working yeah if anything you're going to work harder harder longer you know and longer (laughs) hours and everything and as you should you know yeah and you're going to feel a lot more fulfilled yes. in life. Absolutely. That's a guarantee. 
I, if you're doing something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I don't work. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a job. Yeah. You know, this is my life. Yeah. And I tell that to not just our, our founders, but also our employees. I'm, I tell them, listen, I don't want you to consider this to be a job. Mm-hmm. I want you to consider this to be your, your life because you're spending what is the most valuable resource um, for a human being, which is time. Yeah. Yeah. You're spending your time here. Yep. So I want you to be happy here. One day that you decide that you're not happy here, please let's have a conversation and we'll figure something out. Yeah, you communication. Know? Yeah. And that and that ties into we believe that people should not spend most of the hours of their day doing a job that they don't want to do. Whatever it is, it doesn't mean that you have to have your own business to be happy, but you can be working for a company that makes you happy doing something that makes you happy. And that's important because those are most of the hours of the day that you're awake and you should be doing something that makes you happy. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny because we give our, our team members schedules and even on their days off, they're here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you doing here? Go home. <laughs> and they're like, but we, I just want to be here. I want to do this. I want to oh, do that. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, are you sure? You're like, you don't have to be here. And it's like, no, I want to help. I want to do more. You Gosh, know? That's incredible. Again, that's the culture right there. Yeah. it's it's really beautiful but again it's it's because we don't want people to consider this to be a job this yeah. is your life yeah. you know and if you want to grow here inside um our organization then let me know what you want to do mm-hmm. i have conversations with our team members all the time like hey are you happy is everything okay where do you see yourself here with us you yeah. know i had this conversation yesterday with um one of our studio managers and we're actually already in the process of opening up our second location, which wow. is going to be in Fort Lauderdale. Fantastic. And she actually told me, she's like, hey, when we open our second location, I want to move up there. Wow. And I want to run that one. And I was like, just mind blown. Like <sighs> for her to say, hey, I want to do this for yep. not just HGAB, but for myself. Yeah. I, I, I literally ran to all the other uh, um, founders and I was like, Look at what Francesca just told me. Oh my god! You know, like how amazing is that? It's and, initiative, and I'm excited to find more people like that. Yeah, it's empowering. It's empowering for people to step up and for them to be in a space that gives them that that comfort to yeah. be able to do that. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. You know, it's it's again the most valuable thing that we can take from someone is their time. Yeah, and the fact that they want to put in more time here with us just blows my mind. Yeah, well, that speaks volumes to what you've created here. So mad props to you guys, you and the founders. That's huge. Thank you, man. Thank you. So that kind of answered my next questions, which which was what was what's the future of HGAP looking like? So another location. So whenever we do anything, we don't really see a cap to it. Um, I always say I always tell everyone around me it's like the only limits that you have are the ones that you set up on yourself yeah, oh, yeah. self-imposed mm-hmm. and um if you ask me where i see hgab i wouldn't really be able to tell you just because mm-hmm. there is no limit with right. us mm. um but in the short term of things yes we are getting geared up to open up our second location in which we're gonna be building a business inside of a business now um because we actually want to own the property in which we open up in that's the ticket and again because of our cfo you know these are all things that we've been navigating with him and he's like hey this is the best course of action Mm -hmm. just because we pay a lot of money on rent here 
and we don't want to continue doing that in the next locations yeah and i really want to open up one of these in every major city in in the united states oh yeah because we all know that we travel for work yep. and it'd be nice to have a studio to come home to yes. no matter where you are so if you're a member here at, in the Miami uh, location or the South Florida location, then you're a member in the New York location, yeah. in the LA location, in the Atlanta location. You know, we're looking for hot spots mm -hmm. that we know that this industry is thriving in, and we're just really excited. Amazing. This is amazing, and and just having you in here and and hearing your story, and everything that you've shared. I mean the the quote that keeps coming to mind through this whole conversation is fortune favors the bold. You have been bold. You you guys have made bold moves. You've made bold moves in, in those that you keep in your circle. You've made bold moves in the physical location that you've placed yourself. And now I, what I would consider the boldest move of what you do as a business is having no limitation. Right. That is yeah. a huge bold um, statement to make for your lives and for your business. And it's just really inspiring. Thank you. Very exciting stuff. I love it. I'm, I'm excited and scared at the same time. Absolutely. That's a <laughs> well, really that's a, healthy place to be that's right That's the there. way to do it. That's the way to do it. Kendrick, thank you so much for taking the time, chatting with us. Where can where can our listeners find you guys? Um, so you can actually follow us on any social media platform at hgab underscore studios. Um, you can take a look at uh, our facility here in Miami and just kind of walk in and visit us. We're located in Wynwood. And you could definitely go to our website and, and read a little bit more about ourselves and see um, what our facilities are like and what our community is like by going to hgabstudios.com. And I just want to say thank you so much for letting me be here today and, and finally telling the story of, of our company. And I'm super excited about what you guys are going to be doing next. Thank and you. I appreciate you guys supporting us because that's basically what's happening here. Yeah. And I would love to support you guys in any other way possible. Awesome. Amazing. Let's get it. Thank you so much. And for the listeners, I we encourage you. All three of us in here that are hustlers, entrepreneurs who love life and are also freaked out about every single day because it's a risk. We're taking the risks and we are out here to to better ourselves. And by that action alone, we're bettering the world around us. That's how you really do it. You want to save the world, save yourself. Go out there and take some risks. Follow your passion. You don't have to quit your job tomorrow and start building birdhouses if that's your passion, but start making the time to do it on the weekend, after work, even putting in an hour to do the research, to find some groups online that are doing the work and get yourself involved. You're going to feel better and it's what this human experience is about, growing constantly, learning and experiencing new things. Please follow, share, and subscribe to the show. Other people need to hear it. You need to hear it. And we appreciate your time. Thank you. That's a wrap. Thank you, guys. Thank you.